Thank you for joining us for audiobook news read from Audiophile magazine. My name is Sarah, and today we're going to start off with fiction title reviews. Hello Beautiful by Anne Napolitano, read by Maura Tierney. Maura Tierney brings understated warmth to Napolitano's story about the enduring bonds of family. William Waters, who was raised in a household devoid of affection, is swept into the boisterous Padovano family when he marries eldest sister Julia. Tierney precisely conveys the sisters' personalities. Sylvie, bookish, yet constantly seeking true love. Cecilia, artistic and brave. And her twin sister, Emmeline, the peacemaker. Tierney excels in bringing out the subtlest of emotions, especially as she describes how William's depression increases and affects the entire family. Her precise yet gentle narration works with Napolitano's prose, creating an immersive listening experience. Listeners will be drawn into this affecting, tender story and moved by each character's struggle to find belonging and love, even when they come in unexpected places. It's available from Random House Audio, 15 hours long, unabridged. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-059-366-4049 for 22.50. Books on Tape has a library edition, Digital download ISBN 9780593664056 for $95. Romantic comedy by Curtis Sittenfeld read by Kristen C. Kristen C narrates the story of a contemporary relationship set just before and during the COVID pandemic. Sally Miltz is a writer on The Night Owls, a late-night comedy show. When another average-looking man on the show becomes involved with a gorgeous woman, Sally knows the inverse would never happen, so she's shocked when host Noah Brewster appears interested in her. C captures Sally's snarky tone and sharp wit, showing why she is a success in her career. C also acknowledges the loneliness Sally experiences in her personal life. Noah sounds charming and pleasant, and while C portrays his decency... She also allows his frustration and doubt to show through. Both characters are complex, and C depicts them as flawed human beings who are struggling to connect. It's available from Random House Audio, nine hours long, unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-052-552-7862 for $25, also available as CD. Books on Tape has the library edition, digital download, ISBN 978-052-552-7886 for $95. Swamp Story by Dave Barry, read by Dave Barry. There's a range of ways to make a pile of money down in the great swamps of southern Florida, from finding buried treasure to selling Bortle Brothers Bait and Beer t-shirts, or creating the perfect viral video for the TikTok generation. In his just-happy-to-be-here tone, Pulitzer Prize-winning humorist Dave Barry delivers the tale of down-on-her-luck Jessie Braddock, who hopes all her problems are solved when she stumbles across a trove of long-lost Confederate gold. But there are a few dozen nitwits standing in the way of that, including her ex-boyfriend, the Russian mob, the Everglades melon monster, and a clueless presidential candidate. Throughout, Barry sounds just as entertained and delighted by his crazy characters and his trademark gentle lunacy as his listeners will be. It's available from Simon & Schuster Audio, 7.75 hours unabridged. 
Trade Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 9781797155005 for 17.99, also a CD. Place of Cool Waters by Durango Githaiga, read by Lee Gertle. Lee Gertle masterfully portrays 27-year-old Jude Wilson, who travels to Kenya to pay homage to Robert Baden-Powell, who founded the World Scout Movement. Gertel joyfully recounts details of Wilson's outdoor experiences with his dad, a scoutmaster. As the story moves to Africa, Gertel excels at depicting Nairobi and remote villages, which he brings alive with his Kenyan and Somali accents and Swahili words. When Wilson meets Kadir Mohammed, who runs the hostel where Wilson stays, the two discover they're both orphans, and an enduring friendship that will prove valuable is formed. Vividly described, 2013 terrorist attacks make the nation of Kenya seem like a living character. Gertel skillfully creates a you-are-there ambience when Wilson is kidnapped while unwisely travelling to a remote cemetery. It's available from Bon Esprit Books at a length of five hours unabridged. Trade edition digital download for 1995. Fire Rush by Jacqueline Crooks, read by Leonie Elliott. Leonie Elliott, an accomplished actor, is the perfect narrator for this remarkable debut novel. She is black and British, like the book's heroine Yamaye, and has similar Jamaican roots. This dark story covers disturbing topics such as sexual abuse, police brutality and drugs. The opening moves from a council estate near London to the Bristol underworld to a Jamaica filled with magic, mystery, self-discovery and danger. Yamaye's voice is angry, proud and lyrical. Music and dance, dub reggae, play an important role in this story and Elliot has a sweet, evocative voice. She captures the island vibe and excels at speaking in Jamaican patois. The author is fortunate to have such a gifted narrator for her powerful black feminist novel. It's available from Penguin Audio, 11 hours long, unabridged. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 9780593670842 for 22.50. Books on Tape has the Library Edition Digital Download, ISBN 9780593670859 for $95. And now for an interview with the author S.A. Cosby by Ellen Quint. S.A. Cosby is the author of Razorblade Tears, Blacktop Wasteland, My Darkest Prayer and his latest Earphones Award winner, All the Sinners Bleed, as well as the recently released children's audiobook, The Rhythm of Time, which Cosby co-wrote with Questlove. In our recent interview with the author, Cosby shares the challenges of creating his newest protagonist in All the Sinners Bleed and his love of audiobooks. Audiophile Let's talk about the first black sheriff in Sharon County, Virginia, Titus Crown. What challenges did he present to you? S.A. Cosby. Most of the characters I have written have been criminals who don't pay attention to the rules. With a sheriff, it's much more difficult. You have to create a compelling character, but somebody who follows the rules. I wanted Titus to be naive in a way. He really believes the apparatus of the law can be applied equally, and he learns that's not always the case. I'm a big comic book fan. One of my favorite characters is Batman. I'm not such a big Superman fan. Superman is perfect, and perfect people are kind of boring. Batman, on the other hand, has a lot of moral complexity. 
I wanted to give Titus some of that, but it was constraining because he must use his brain way more than my other characters do. Titus had to do mental gymnastics. Audiophile. So do you have to be smarter than Titus? You always must be a couple steps ahead of him. S.A. Cosby. No. Titus is way smarter than me. I wanted to have clues that only he can piece together. He's the one that can see the pattern. The way he pieces things together, the way he sees the world, was fun to work a narrative around. I didn't want the clues to be so easy that it was obvious. But at the same time, I wanted the reveal to show his intellectual capabilities again, in addition to his intuition. It was fun creating these puzzles for him. Audiophile. At the end, Titus is involved in a violent scene that literally changes his voice. Did you give the narrator, Adam Lazar White, a heads up? S.A. Crosby. No, poor Adam. He didn't get any heads up on it, which is funny because I intended this book to be a standalone, but a lot of people are saying we'd love to see Titus come back. And now I feel bad because I don't know if Adam is going to be able to do that voice for another whole book. Audiophile. Are you involved in the production of your audiobooks? S.A. Crosby. I do have some involvement. I'm sent audition tapes of the narrators. I will say that the moment I heard Adam's audition tape for Blacktop Wasteland, I knew he had to record that one because of the voices he came up with, especially the way the voice he did for Bug was the way I heard him in my head. And then he did such a great job with Blacktop. I asked if he would be interested in doing Razorblade Tears. The voices he came up with for Ike and Buddy Lee were incredible. He's such a talented performer who creates distinctions even with Southern voices. It would be easy to muddle them, but he does an incredible job of making it obvious who's talking. He does a great job of making Titus so distinct a character. Audiophile. Do you listen to your own audiobooks? If yes, what do you learn by listening to them? S.A. Crosby. Oh, yeah. I love listening to them. On a long ride to North Carolina, I recently listened to Razorblade Tears. I got to the end and it moved me. It created another dynamic. For instance, one of the villains in Blacktop is very creepy, but I didn't realize how creepy he was until I heard Adam's performance. The biggest thing is, as a writer, you doubt your storytelling abilities. When I listen to the audios, I can hear the way the story structure keeps you on the edge of your seat. So listening to my audiobooks hopefully makes me a better writer. Audiophile. Can you elaborate on what differentiates Southern Noir? S.A. Cosby. Southern Noir is basically crime fiction that is both existential in spirit, in humanity, also existential in nature. Death is very close at hand. With Southern Noir, there is a sense that the world around you is very actively trying to kill you, to grind you down, and take away the things that make you happy. You have to actively fight back in a very physical way. And I think in rural noir, the veil between the natural world and civilized world is much thinner. Audiophile. Anything you would like to add about all the sinners bleed? S.A. Crosby. It's a southern gothic murder mystery with all that entails. Class issues, race issues, religion and sex. Maybe not in that order. I hope it's a part of that long storytelling tradition in the South and that people enjoy it. And now for a review of All Sinners Bleed by S.A. Cosby, read by Adam Lazar White. 
Narrator Adam Lazar White draws listeners into the thought-provoking story of Titus Crown, the first black sheriff in the small Virginia county of Charon. As listeners enter Titus's world, he is faced with a shooter at the high school, a neo-Confederate group on the march, and a serial killer terrifying the town. Lazar White masterfully portrays people of multiple races, old and young. He also delivers Cosby's reflections on family, grief and faith, with genuine introspection and without distracting from the tense plot lines. When the final battle between good and evil leaves Titus's larynx damaged, Lazar White seamlessly conveys the changed man's new voice. This is a gripping, timely tale, beautifully told. It's available from Macmillan Audio, 13 hours long, unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-125-089-7626 for $26.99. Also available as CD. And more listening from S.A. Cosby includes Birds of Prey by Kelly Armstrong, Ace Atkins, C.J. Box, Alison Brennan, S.A. Cosby, and others. Read by Lisa Flanagan, Nikki Endress, Fred Berman, and others. Available unabridged from Audible, Trade Edition, Digital Download. Blacktop Wasteland by S.A. Cosby, read by Adam Lazar White. Macmillan Audio has this unabridged, Trade Edition, Digital Download. My Darkest Prayer, read by Adam Lazar White. Available unabridged from Macmillan Audio. Trade Edition, Digital Download. And finally, Razorblade Tears, read by Adam Lazar White. Available unabridged from Macmillan Audio. Trade Edition, Digital Download. And staying with mystery and suspense titles, we have The Donut Legion by Joe R. Lansdale, read by Joe R. Lansdale, Casey Lansdale, Finley Stevenson, January LeBoy, Mark Veter, Brad Sanders, and Greg Littlefield. As Joe R. Lansdale portrays ex-private eye Charlie Garner, he gives the role a Mike Hammer flavor with a Texas twang. The appearance and disappearance of Garner's ex-wife sends him on the trail of a cult that is linked to donut shops. He gets help from his brother Felix, voiced in a chiding tone by Greg Littlefield. A writer nicknamed Scrappy, voiced with a gung-ho attitude and a touch of combativeness by Finley Stevenson and Felix's girlfriend, Cherry, a lawyer who is voiced with scepticism and the occasional touch of anger by January Lavoy. Their investigation runs afoul of Police Chief Stone, voiced by Brad Sanders. Even fans of a hard-boiled detective genre will enjoy the surprising humour brought to this mystery by Lansdale and the rest of the cast. It's available from Hachette Audio, seven and a half hours long and abridged. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-154-918-7100 for $24.99. Zero Days by Ruth Ware, read by Imogen Church. Imogen Church performs this suspenseful mystery with conviction. Jack and her husband Gabe work in the security field. She checks for penetration and he hacks computer systems. After a long night working on a test gone awry, Jack returns home to find Gabe dead. Church delivers a compelling narrative of anguish, confusion and mental fatigue with a strained, shaky voice and well-timed pauses. Jack soon discovers she is the lead suspect in the case and, realizing there is no evidence pointing elsewhere, she runs. 
Church keeps the listener invested with fast pacing and a distressed tone, adding to the tension as Jack becomes even more filled with anxiety. Church enlivens each character. This is a thriller worth listening to. It's available from Simon & Schuster Audio, 12 and a half hours long, unabridged. Trade Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978-179-715-4824 for $24.99, also as CD. Dark Angel, Letty Davenport, Book 2, by John Sanford, read by Robert Petkoff. Robert Petkoff meets the challenge of portraying Letty Davenport and the other tough, smart, no-nonsense female characters who drive the plot of the second audiobook in this thriller series. Petkoff also masterfully performs the many male characters, including a group of Russian mobsters. Letty and an NSA computer geek are tasked with going undercover to expose a highly sophisticated, dangerous hacker group. Sanford fans will be treated to the author's signature non-stop action and quirky characters, all of which are delivered by Petkoff with just the right pace and tone. Although the story stretches credulity at points, listeners will be totally engaged from start to finish. It's available from Penguin Audio, 11 hours long, unabridged. Trade Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978059367228042250, also as CD. Books on Tape has the Library Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978059367229797 for $95. Simply Lies by David Baldacci, read by Lisa Flanagan and Corey Carthew. Two narrators prove twice as nice in this engaging audiobook from a thriller titan. Lisa Flanagan does the heavy lifting, smoothly portraying their female characters, notably Mickey Gibson, a single mom and detective turned asset retriever, and Clarice, a con artist who tricks Mickey into investigating the murder of a reclusive businessman. Corey Carthew is kept busy voicing a multitude of male characters, mostly from law enforcement or business, whom Mickey and Clarice interact with while solving this case. While it's often intriguing to see how well a narrator handles a character of the opposite sex, it's much cleaner differentiating genders this way. Flanagan and Carthew work together seamlessly to ratchet up the tension. The result is an exciting thrill ride for listeners. It's available from Hachette Audio 11.75 hours unabridged. Trade Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978-154-915-2016 for $27.99, also as CD. The Lockup by John Banville, read by John Lee. Audiophile Golden Voice John Lee brings Booker Prize winner John Banville's circuitous mystery, clarity, assurance, and intelligence. After a young woman's body is found in a lock-up garage after what appears to be a suicide, Dublin pathologist Dr. Quirk discovers signs of foul play. Quirk and D.I. Stratford, attempting to put aside their personal animosities and resentments, begin a murder investigation. In Banville's fourth crime story featuring the duo, Lee creates a turbulent mood that reflects post-war Dublin in the 1950s. He provides credible characters with spot-on Irish lilts and authentic personalities. Moving from Italy to Nazi Germany in the Holocaust, from Ireland's deep-rooted anti-Semitism to its opposition to women's rights, the audiobook is best when revealing personal backstories. 
Lee's outstanding performance doesn't miss a nuance. It's available from Harlequin Audio, eight and a half hours long, unabridged. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-148-822-8032 for $27.99. And now let's finish off with some children and family listening titles. Felice and the Wailing Woman, Los Monstruos, by Diana Lopez, read by Elena Ray. Elena Ray will captivate listeners with her command of accents, which are intentionally comical or subtle, depending on the character she is portraying. Twelve-year-old Felice is an orphan living in Corpus Christi with her uncle. Years ago, her mother died while crossing the river in the town of Tres Leches. Felice has heard that her mother became La Llorona, a wailing ghost who haunts the river. Hoping to reconnect, Felice runs away to Tres Leches, which turns out to be a peculiar town, not at all as sweet as it sounds. Listeners will be delighted with Ray's expressive narration and ability to switch smoothly between English and Spanish. Her skill at the dialogue of young and old is impressive. Listeners will become immersed in the story. It's available from Listening Library, seven and a half hours long, unabridged. Trade Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978059366391212 for $20. Library Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978059366392 for $50. The One and Only Ruby by Catherine Applegate, read by Imani Parks. Imani Parks's enthusiastic animated voice fits lovable Ruby, the baby elephant introduced in The One and Only Ivan. Parks's convincing narration quickly has listeners experiencing Ruby's playful nature and imagining the joy of mud fun and pond play. Parks also articulates Ruby's dislike of her nickname, Tusky, and her apprehension about her Tusk Day celebration speech, as Ruby re-meets a keeper from her elephant orphanage in Africa, her memories return. Listeners learn a deeper truth as Parks's narration grows mournful and Ruby recalls her early life, her mother's death at the hand of hunters, and her tusk association with poachers. Parks brings all Ruby's friends and familiar characters in this series to life, and Ruby is especially vivid. It's available from Harper Audio, three hours long, unabridged, recommended for ages eight and up. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-006-3080119 for $27.99. Big Tree by Brian Selznick, read by Meryl Streep. Multiple Oscar winner Meryl Streep brings vocal star power to this tale of two prehistoric sycamore seeds, when an errant dinosaur's jostle casts Merwin and Louisa's seed pod loose from Mama, it sends them on an odyssey through several Cretaceous biomes. Their search for a place to grow is furthered by agents ranging from a lacewing named Spot to a T-Rex. It's both an adventure and a meditation on time, given texture by Streep, whose distinct characterizations pop against her soothing narration. Dreamer Louise has a high, piping voice, while pragmatist Merwin's creaky tones betray his timorous nature. Listeners who consult the print edition will discover that narration has been added to carry them over stunning wordless sequences, but the audiobook's consistent seeds-eye view lends it a beguiling intimacy. It's available from Scholastic Audiobooks, two and a half hours unabridged, 
recommended for ages 6 and up. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-133-900-4006 for 31.99. And that is it for me for today. Thank you for joining us for Audiobook News. My name is Sarah.